greetings once again in the name of jesus christ amen uh before we start our word for today let us have a word of prayer father in the name of jesus we thank you lord for such a beautiful day we thank you lord for such wonderful weather outside and we thank you lord for the blessing of life the breath of life lord that you gifted us lord this morning for us to be here to be able to listen to your word as it is being shared lord as i speak lord may i not speak from my own head but may you speak through me lord as i pray in the wonderful name of my lord and savior jesus christ amen today we are going to be reading from the book of genesis chapter 12. genesis chapter 12. it's actually a very fascinating um uh, a scripture if i may say it's actually interesting as well as you're going to be looking at abraham before he became Abraham, we're going to be looking at when he was still called Abraham. And we're also going to be looking at the promise that God made him and how God ended up fulfilling that promise. Even though to Abraham, it seemed like this was an impossible thing to do. But praise be to God, we worship a God that operates in an impossible situations. We will, or we worship a God that operates in situations that to us with our own eyes, we see that, no, 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 this is not possible. So here we are going to dive deeper into what um, the promise that God made unto Abraham. And we're going to be reading today from the book of Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Let us take our Bibles to Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 and it reads as follows now the lord said unto abraham get thee out of the country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that i will show thee and i will make of thee a great nation and i will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and i will bless them that bless thee verse 3 and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, as we just read uh, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, we realize that God says, Abraham, go out from the land where you are currently staying, and go to the land that I shall show you. And in this land, I am going to bless thee, and I'm also going to to curse those that curse you this is the promise that god is making to abraham to abraham at this point he says go out from this land and go to the land that i will show thee mind you abraham does not know this place that god is saying go to but he still obeys god and says god i trust you i'm going to go to this land that you are showing me which i don't know where it is but god is saying Go to the land which I will show you. And Abraham does this. And God also says to him, I will make of thee a great nation. And yeah, this, this is something that is actually, I was, as I was reading, I, was, I will make thee a great nation. Now, uh, Abraham is at an age where he, 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 he is not able to bear children. He's not able to, uh, uh, to do certain things. But the Lord is saying to Abraham, I will make of thee a great nation and we're going to find out more about this as we read on to in the scripture and our next verse is going to come from um uh genesis chapter 16 genesis chapter 16 verse 1 and it reads as follows now sarai Ab now sarai abraham's wife bare him no children 
and she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord that restrained me from bearing, I pray thee, go unto thy maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah. Verse 3. And Sarai's up and Sarai Abram's wife took Hagar her maid the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelled ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. And he went unto Hagar, verse 4, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Now, as we've just read um, verse chapter 16, we realize that Sarah now is saying, Sarai at this point, Sarai has now said, no, 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 no. Um, Abraham, what God said, I don't see this thing happening because I'm now at an age where uh, I don't think I'm able to bear children. Plus, God has restrained me from bearing children. So now Sarai comes up with her own plan. Her own plan is that Abraham, Abraham uh, uh, goes into Haggai, which, into Hagar, he is made at this point. And Sarai says, no, 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 I think we should help the Lord. Instead of waiting upon the Lord, let us actually help him. Instead of actually waiting for the Lord, let us help him and come up with our own plan. Let us help him and come up with our own plan and say, rather than us waiting for the Lord, why don't you go into my handmaid? And then unto her I shall also conceive. But God had said, I will, I will bless you and Sarai and you guys who have a child. Not God did not say to Ab Abraham, to Abraham, uh, you shall take the, your handmaid and you shall have a, a you shall conceive a child through him, through her. But God says, you and Sarai, you shall have a child. But then we see here that Sarai has deviated from that. Sarai has decided to help the Lord and to do things by her own mind. And most of the times in our lives, we, we do this. We, we come to a point where we decide that, no, no, I don't think God's plan for my life is working. So why don't I just help the Lord and work with my own means and my own ways that I see fit? So this just shows that um, after the child was born and we read there that Sarai was distressed. She was not, she was despised when she saw that the child was now born. She was despised and she was not happy. This is what happens when we come up with our own plans. When the results of our own plans start to to come to, 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 to fulfillment or they start to come, they start to manifest themselves, the results of our own action. We start to be, de to be deceitful, we start to be, to despise them because the Lord was not in it. That was not the plan that God had set for your life. And we see this with Sarah here. And, and, and now she's despised and she's saying, Abraham, I, I don't really like this idea that I came up with. So, yeah, why don't we just uh, come up with another plan and send her guy away because, yeah, I don't like this idea that we came up with. So let us read further again. And now we're reading from the book of Genesis again, chapter 17, verse 15. Mind you, we're still talking about how God 
is still uh, uh, keeping to his promise. We're still talking about how God is is, stay, is is keeping on to his word. Remember what we read in chapter 12, where he says, I will bless thee and I will make thee a great nation. Now let us read in Genesis chapter 17, verse 15. And it reads as follows. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yeah, I will bless her and, shall, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? And Abraham said unto God, verse 18, Oh, that Ishmael I might live before thee. And God said, verse 19, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant. And I will and with his with an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Now we see that um, when you come back to this, this is actually interesting. God still, after Abraham and Sarah, now they're now Abraham and Sarah. And now God is saying still to Abraham, I am still going to bless. And we see that Abraham is still, he still can't believe it. He says, I am 100 years old and my wife is 90 years old. How is it possible that we are well stricken of age? We are old according to the biological terms, according to science, according to, 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 to the human nature. It's not possible for a man to, to conceive a child at this age. And the Lord still says to Abraham, no, I am still going to bless thee. I am still going to make Sarah to conceive and to have a child. And this is just interesting. This is the message that we have today. The message that says, um, be patient and wait upon the Lord. Be patient and wait upon the Lord. We see that Abraham, as he was doing his things, he decided him and Sarah that they were going to help the Lord and to come up with a better plan or what they thought was a better plan. But we see that it was not a better plan. God still says, I am still going to bless you, Abraham. I'm still going to do what I said, for God is not a man that he should lie. So God still sticks to his word. And we see it as we read further and we read further and we read further. And I challenge you today to just go and read your Bible. Just go and read this chapter and see the marvelous work that God does. And we end up seeing that Sarah in the end, she ends up conceiving. And there's actually something very interesting that I like. Um, something that is uh, 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 very interesting that I like. And um, it's an actual uh, Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. The verse says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? 
now i'll bring it back to you now you are watching this from the other side of the screen and god is saying unto you is anything too hard for the lord is anything too hard for the lord you've tried to do a plan a and it has failed you've tried to do plan b and it has failed you've tried to do plan c and it has failed you have tried to do plan d even in some cases and it has still failed but god is saying to you today is anything too hard for the lord so i want you today to commit all your plans commit all your plans unto the lord Commit all your plans unto him and wait patiently unto him. For he says, if the Lord says, I will bless you, he shall surely do it. Because is anything too hard for the Lord. Nothing can be too hard for the Lord. As the verse says in chapter 14 of Genesis chapter 8, it says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Which surely means that nothing is too hard for the Lord. If we could create the heavens and the earth, if we could create the stars, the moon, the fountains, the mountains, if you could create all of that, imagine your situation in his hands. Is that too hard for him to, 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 to turn it around? Many people might be looking at you now and saying, no, 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 you are now of age. You are now of stricken age. You are now old. You are now this and that and that this is not possible for the for the day for 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 your age but god is saying unto you today is anything too hard for the lord and i just want you today to commit all your plans commit all your works commit all thy ways unto the lord and you will see his blessings manifest in your life you see his blessings come upon you and people will wonder how is it possible that you are 90 years old but you still get, were able to, to, to conceive a child? That is what God does. When he touches you, when he operates in your life, things are going to change. People are going to be surprised. People are going to, to be shocked and they're going to wonder, what is it that has happened to you? What is it that, that, that has changed so much? And then you just tell them, it is not by my might, nor by my power, but the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. For he is the one that you have committed your plans unto. So you might have been trying all along to do things by your own way. You might have been trying to do things with your own plans, with the thoughts that you have, with the own plans that you were thinking that this is the plan that should work. And this is the other plan that should work. But today I just want to challenge you. Just direct it all to the Lord. For he is the one that has the divine power. He is the one that has the divine plan. And he is the one who is going to make sure that everything comes to fruition. And everything comes to, to, to life in your life. Let us pray. Our Father in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you Lord for all that you are doing for us in our lives. Thank you Lord for your blessings in our life. And thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing for us in our lives, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be patient and to wait patiently, Lord, upon your word. And to wait patiently, Lord, upon everything that you do for us in our lives. Help us, Lord, not to trust our own thinking and our own thoughts, but to trust in you, Lord, in everything that we do. Help us, Lord, to direct all our plans in everything, Lord, to direct all our plans unto you, Lord. This I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.